Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Hello, friend. It is Angie Austin here. We've got the good news gals here, Cindy and Monique and Michelle, and also producer Dave. And then my friend, the president of ARC, Lloyd Lewis, is here, and we're going to share some good news. And But I, I think a lot of the good news today is Lloyd's new book, and you've heard many of the ambassadors involved with ARC on the show, and I've talked many times that the differently abled ambassadors, there are only a few of those at ARC, and now I hear you have over 300 ambassadors Lloyd we have 325 and they keep us all busy and they keep so us wait, all you so know, over just 10 motivated. years ago you started at ARC and you're the president and you had like a handful couple two I ambassadors think, I think we started with about 10 ambassadors and now you've got over 300 well over 300 and we're doing another ARC University graduation tomorrow night and isn't that oh. the whole point of ARC that you are providing for people who are differently abled, but now you're hiring them and creating an environment where they're accepted and they make can make a living. Yeah, we're the largest funder of advocacy for intellectual disabilities in the state of Colorado. Mm. And in addition, we're one of the largest employers. And it has really been, you know, an inspiration and a journey that has brought so much joy to me and everyone who works with ARC and everybody in the community. And they work in all of our stores, all of our operations. And on our ARC University thing, they take a series of 12 classes, and they get degrees for participation. And this year, we're going to have over 100 doctorates. And uh, as they walk across the stage, you would think it was Harvard. They're just all I know. fired up. And, and I've been and there many know. times. And yeah. You know. It's you know. pretty exciting. It's, it's very <laughs> They're cool. so excited. Well, once a month, you'll hear some of the uh, ARC ambassadors interviewed on the show, and that's a fun day as well. One of the ARC ambassadors once told me it was like the best day uh, of, their, of, of their lives, you know, when they come in here for the interview. So I thought that was pretty cool. So the graduation and being on the good news. Those and are you highlights. are very, very popular with our ambassadors. Oh, I, I love And they so all just ask about you all the time. They love being on your show. And it's for them, cool. for them, it's Hollywood. For them, yeah. it's Hollywood. I've always told Cindy, I'm like, well, if I didn't do radio, would I work for Lloyd at Arc, and I'd work with the ambassadors. Um, I wanted to um, share uh, a little bit just about uh, Lloyd, because I don't even know if we need any other good news in this, because uh, Lloyd and I met uh, year. How old is Kennedy now? Kennedy will be 15 and August. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I uh, gave away a tour of Channel 2 when I was doing weather to a charity, and Lloyd bid on it. So I'm there, and I'm giving them a tour, and they're, um, we're talking about the weather, and Lloyd has a group of people in with him, and um, he's holding a baby. And I said, oh, your baby's so beautiful. What's his name? And he says, Kennedy. And so Kennedy has Down syndrome, and... Uh, I would say about six years ago, so nine years after I met Kennedy, Lloyd's in here and I'm interviewing him about ARC. And I look across the table and I said, is your son's name Kennedy? And then he said, <laughs> yes. And I said, we met. He goes, I know, at Channel 2, I bought a you know charity dealie, Bob, you know, all these years ago. And so I'd remembered his baby's name because I was just struck by this child. And so um, that was life-changing for you when you had Kennedy because you wanted Kennedy to have a future. Yeah, it changed the whole direction of my life. Prior to Kennedy's birth, I was a CFO for a high-tech company. I had done a master's degree at Chicago and IBM and Smith Barney, and I was on this corporate fast track. And for me, it was all about, you know, uh, my career and, you know, climbing the corporate ladder. And then I have my son born uh, in 2003 with Down syndrome, and I didn't even know what Down syndrome was, to tell you the truth. And the doctor came in, Kennedy had been born, and he was a beautiful little boy, and beautiful. we were just elated. And the doctor took him out of the room, came back in an hour later. And as I say in the book, the doctor came back in and said, uh, we have no good news to tell you about your son. And I thought, oh my God, maybe he died. So I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, we suspect he has Down syndrome. 
And because I didn't know much about it, I said, well, tell me about Down syndrome. And he proceeded to tell us in 2003 that Down syndrome is like mongoloidism. So mongoloidism. So it just took our breath away. And I knew that whatever Down syndrome was, it wasn't mongoloidism. So I ushered the doctor out of the room, banned him from the room, got some nurses who had good information. It's the presence of an extra chromosome, chromosome 21. One in 800 births result in a child with Down syndrome. And kids with Down syndrome today live at home with their families. They participate in their communities. Uh, they're often involved in the workplace. And they go to public schools. And Kennedy's been- Oh, he's popular he's at school. A, yeah, last night we were at an eighth grade uh, honors award ceremony at campus middle school. I saw that on Facebook. That was held at Cherry Creek High. And there must have been 500 people there. And we didn't know what award Kennedy was going to get, but he, he got a theater arts award. And when he went up to the stage, you would have thought he'd been elected class president. All, <laughs> all, the, all the cheers that went up. And I'm thinking, I never got cheers like that. Aww. He high-fived everybody up to the stage. He high-fived everybody down from the stage. And he was just elated to receive this little honor for his work in the theater. And, and it's so, very cool. So you leaving big business and that tra trajectory to success and dollar signs and prestige, you left that world to run ARC, and you've really taken ARC in a highly successful ride up in, in not only hiring more ambassadors, but generating a lot of um, income. And I just read recently uh, the dollar amount that you have ARC has donated to other charities in the area is pretty mind-blowing. Yeah, um, I went from very high tech to the lowest tech. And I don't regret it for a minute. It's been very rewarding and a very positive blessing to me and my family. And we are very fortunate to, over my tenure, have generated about $150 million to Unbelievable. advocacy for people with disabilities and other charities. And uh, we now have 1,600 employees. We have 27 stores spanning the front range. And the ARC chapters that we support are helping people with intellectual disabilities like Down syndrome, autism, cerebral palsy, find jobs and housing and medical services, services in schools across Colorado, over 10,000 families and individuals. And, uh, you know, it's, it really is a game changer for people with disabilities who 75 years ago were sent away from their families right. and warehoused in very large institutions and unfortunately, in many cases, inhumanely treated. I'll never forget the interview. Um, it was one of the graduations, and you don't know who I'm talking about. Uh, he came from Colorado Springs, and he was giving his story, and he's a checker, and he um, he was telling his story, and you were interviewing him at the front, and he said that there was a date that stands out in his childhood. I'm going to start to cry because his parents had come to visit him. It was like once. Yeah, he uh, was in an institution from, I think, age three for over 20 years, and he, when he entered the institution, he couldn't walk. He had cerebral palsy. And he talked about, you know, the treatment he received in this institution, which unfortunately was pretty, pretty um, inhumane. And his parents He's quite had bright, by the way. He's a very had, good checker. Yeah, his parents had decided not to be involved in his life. And they literally visited him once in 21 and years. And he remembered once. the date exactly. And he stated that, that it was a special day that his parents had come to visit him. Right. And if you remember, we honored him as a valedictorian at our ARC University He's graduation. He's so sharp. And he's very bright. He actually trains other checkers these days. I believe that, yeah. And uh, he's very and committed to his job. great sense of humor, job. too. Yeah, the, uh, the ambassadors, they have great senses of humor. <laughs> I know. They appreciate life. They're generous. And they are the life of the party yeah. if you involve them. And, you know, if you're just joining us, Lloyd Lewis, president of ARC, and you've heard many of the ambassadors interviewed here. Um, I've gotten uh, pretty attached to several of them uh, and stop in to see them from time to time. And I joke around about, well, I talk about ARC, it's shopping with a purpose because the money goes back in the community. But, you know, I go in to see them specifically, like Lori and Seth. And when right. I'm down there by Casa Bonita, for sure, I stop in. And it's a whole event, you know, when I come in because we have to do like a photo shoot so we can put things up on social media. And Seth wants different poses. And, you know, Lori, I've told her story several times because she um, is also very bright, has cerebral palsy, is in a wheelchair. And she's had jobs, you guys, where she has um, been like a disabled uh, uh 
you know, job, whatever, core, where they'll give her an assignment. She, she's, she's, before us, she had done piecework. And you have to use your hands. You have to use your hands, and her hands are very disabled. And she, she can she barely made, feed herself, so she'd try to make, like, little widgets. She made very little money and felt very um, devalued you know, devalued in, in that work. Yeah. And now she's a greeter at one of our stores. <laughs> people and love she, her. People line up to come in and greet, she greet her. She says they come in on her day specifically to shop. Exactly, exactly. And she's very fond of some of the male customers in particular. <laughs> yes. Known to be very flirtatious. I, was, I said, is your mom coming with you? She goes, no, she's, she'll ruin my game. <laughs> my mom's not coming. Yeah, she wants. She likes to write, flirt with the. She's got a couple of favorites too. She does have a couple of favorites. At at my CEO group one time, she told my CEO group that she was gunning for my job because she'd throw better parties. Oh my gosh! And when I charted her at bowling night, she said she was throwing me under the short bus. So she's (laughs) and she writes beautiful poetry. She does. Yeah, she's beautiful poetry. Written for me before. Love that. And then her buddy Seth. Um, Seth feeds her lunch. I think that's beautiful. And I said once, um, you bring him lunch. Um, and, and she, it kind of is a thank you because he feeds her. And um, and he said, well, I would feed her even if she didn't bring me lunch because she's my friend. And and she said, um, I, I just bring him lunch, you know, because I love him. Like, they just are such good friends. And I, I love seeing the two of them together because they help each other out so much. And I just think it's really neat that he f- feeds her lunch. Seth had has Asperger's and he had a very difficult life uh, at prior employers and unfortunately his home situation was very challenging and we recently were able to secure an apartment for him where he's now living independently for the he's first so time excited. in his life. He's so excited. He told me last time I saw him that he has his own place. And at your wedding, he stood up and talked like he was your son. He, at, your, <laughs> at your reception, he got up and he welcomed Claire uh, Lloyd. And again, Lloyd Lewis, president of ARC, joining us. Uh, and this is very good news story. I've become very attached to his organization and his people, his ambassadors specifically. Um, Seth got up and he said, uh, Claire, you know, Lloyd's like a father to us. You know, um, he um, it's a family. ARC is a family and has provided so many, many opportunities for us. And tons of the ambassadors were the receptionists. Reception. And um, and then he she he said, now you're um, uh, a part of the family, Claire. Uh, welcome to the family, Mom. Aww. It was just really Aww. sweet. <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah, he is very generous, very loving, as are almost all of our ambassadors. Mm-hmm. That's just how favorites. they are. That's just how they are. All right. I, wanna, um, I want you to tell your story about when you knew that this change from leaving, you know, big business and, you know, all your successes to move into a different arena, helping people who are differently abled, and specifically now your son who has Down syndrome, Kennedy, will have a place to work. You've now created a place for him, you know. Right. Um, but there was a mom uh, that was really teary-eyed thanking you when her son received an award and you didn't even know that something was going on medically with the mom. And the son had had problems. Many of your ambassadors had problems in prior places of work because they don't adapt to the person's gifts, right? You guys actually take the gift of the ambassador and the job matches their gifts. Correct, correct. So we try to match them to their interests and skills and where they can contribute. And the story you're, you're talking about is... Many, many years ago, I met the mother of a young man with Down syndrome, and he had just lost his job, and he had been laid off. And she talked about the struggle of trying to find employment for her son over the years and her concern about would she be able to find another job. And I thought, well, maybe maybe we can have Alan, is his name, work in one of our stores. So he joined our Arvada store, uh, became very popular in his store, uh, not terribly verbal, but a bright spirit and, and loves to contribute. And we presented him with an award at one of our annual dinners. And I was told that after he went up to get in his award, he went back to the table where his family was sitting and uh, was crying because he was so elated to get this award. And then the mother wrote me a handwritten note about how much it meant to the family. She had worked on behalf of her son her entire life. It had been a struggle and a challenge trying to get people to accept him and appreciate him and find a place where he would fit. And she talked about how much that award meant to the family. A very beautiful handwritten note. And I think uh, people also who have children who are differently abled, as I like to say, worry about when they're gone, 
how their kids will survive without them. And to know that they have gainful employment at ARC gives them a sense of security. Absolutely, absolutely. I worry about my own son. Uh, to continue that story, uh, two weeks after I got that beautifully handwritten note. From the mom. Uh, you're right. I was told that she passed away from cancer. I didn't even know she had cancer. Um, and when I got my annual review that year, I was asked, you know, what I was most proud of and what I thought I had accomplished. And, you know, the company had increased earnings and increased revenue and increased funding and hired employees. But I relayed that story because to me, to be able to have a mother have her son acknowledged like that before she passed away, what that would have meant to her in terms of what she was able to help her son accomplish, I thought, you know, at that point I could get run over by a bus and at least I'd done something. And I felt very proud of that. That was very cool. That's very cool. That's huh? cool. <laughs> I'm like, Michelle, you're like me. Do you need some Kleenex? I'm trying to, yeah, I just, I'll <laughs> take one for just in case. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Do you guys, so now, Ark, I always say shopping with a purpose. And Cindy, I wore recently um, a Lord and Taylor um, uh, cape um, that I uh, purchased at Ark of all places. I'm sure it was over a thousand dollars. It was beautiful. I, I paid fifty Absolutely bucks for beautiful. it. At Ark, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, fifty bucks at Ark. And then my coach bag. And so we have good deals at Ark too. Besides the fact that you're changing lives, mm -hmm. I got a brand new coach bag. The tags were still on it. It was two twenty. I don't know. I paid ten twenty bucks for it. You know, 220 bucks, Coach Bag. So, and then you know, I buy a lot of the kids' sporting stuff there because I've become pretty. Um, That's smart. Invested, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I went out and bought a bat the other day. No, bats are so expensive, and yes. I've been buying them at Ark for years. I had no idea that they're like hundreds of dollars. Mm -hmm. So now every time I go into Ark, I look for the bats. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh my Perfect. gosh, these are expensive. I bought a chiminea there not too long yeah. ago, and yeah. I got it on Saturday, so I got it for half price. It was only 20 bucks. I saw that same chiminea at Home Depot for 300 fifty dollars oh like, winning deal <laughs> we, we have over a hundred million new items in our stores every year we have now approximately five million customer transactions in our stores and as you describe it we we've got a beautiful assortment it's a department store beautiful quality yeah. uh, recycled items and Cindy knows this because she and Tom chaired our event a number yes, of years Cindy ago. Yes, Cindy is also very connected with our Definitely, yeah, they definitely. One, um, one of the big charity events a few years back. Very. And Cindy, you helped me stage my home, and I got a bunch of the items from ARC. Yeah, you were, you were saying that. Yep. Wait, ARC is I, a, actually, we, uh, we go there, and there's two ARC stores by us. And I go there just to stop in because I always find something fun. No, me we, too. we notice a spike in sales buy. on those. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that would be me. All right, all right, you've got a book, Why Not Them? How One Man's Love for His Son, Born with Down Syndrome, Was Changing the World for Persons with Disabilities by Lloyd Lewis, as told to uh, Corrine Joy Brown. I have to jump ahead to Robbie, and I'm going to try to not cry because Robbie was sitting right where you are, Michelle, right in that chair. He's been on the show several times. This is the crying and, chair. Um, and Robbie, <laughs> this is the crying chair. And uh, Robbie... Um, had a difficult childhood and said Ark changed his life. And here's the quote on page 80 of your book. Uh, I just want to read what Robbie had to say because Robbie um, got sick and he had a brain tumor and he was still just a sparkle and just had such a love for life. But Ark helped bring um, some purpose to his life. So here's what Robbie says about Ark. I was a duck, really. That's what people said. My back curved so sharply, I walked bent over and kind of sideways. Kids laughed at me. Some quacked. Some said I was retarded. Not even my mother could protect me. I hated going places in public or being with other children because people stared. They jeered. My childhood was very difficult due to these kinds of incidents. And he was sitting right there in that chair when he told me almost exactly this. Mm. And I'll never forget like looking at him, like wondering how anyone could have been so cruel to him. He said, looking back, I'm not sure how I lived through it. All I wanted was to escape my own body, but I couldn't. Night after night, year after year, I dreamed of standing straight and sitting upright, just like everyone else. I dreamed of being normal. I dreamed of being free. I can honestly say that my life began when I discovered ARC Thrift in Denver because they welcome people like me. They help us find work that we can easily do. Uh, most of the people employed by ARC are different in some way. 
I'm one of many who confront some major challenge every single day. For some, it's physical. For others, it's intellectual. The good news is we don't have to do it alone. The employers at ARC don't judge. Instead, they accept. None of us have to worry about what others think. I've learned that my disability doesn't have to stop me from having a sense of independence, from earning a living and making friends. I have a life I love and can dream about the future. Uh, no, I don't look like anybody else, but it doesn't matter to me. I'd like to meet you. And he passed away not long ago. And yep. I just love the stories about when, him and When here. he told that story to my management group, um, he cited another incident where, uh, given his appearance, unfortunately, kids were making fun of him. And he was being taunted. And he managed to make friends with a little girl in his elementary school. And they went off on a portion of the playground, and they were talking. And Robbie, you know, felt so positive about being able to engage with this little girl. Unfortunately, a couple of bullies came by and started making fun of him and taunting him. It scared the little girl away. And as he told that story, you know, he was crying. He was yeah. crying. He was crying through most of that story. When he joined the company, he was very shy. He was very awkward. He was very hesitant to participate and speak with people. But, you know, as we brought him into the company and started to interact with him and appreciate him and, and uh, you know, ask him to participate with us, he became someone that you could almost not top stop talking and he, he had, became like the big chatterbox of the company and he had wonderful words of wisdom and wit um, when Dominic's father passed away he said the angels would take care of him uh, when one of your other colleagues uh, was walking out he said walk out with me and she wanted her hand back she goes I need my hand back because they're holding hands and he said some people are just hard to let go of oh everyone loved him Aww. everyone loved him he was neat very oh. loving and generous all right, so Arc Thrift, uh, that's where you can go. And the book, where can they get Why Not Them? Uh, it's on Amazon. It's called Why Not Them by Lloyd Lewis. And we're also doing a book launch at Tattered Cover East Colfax on August 8th at 7 p.m. Congratulations. We'll have you on again for that one for August 8th. All right, arcthrift.org and 303-238-JANE. You can donate items. The truck comes right to your house. I mean, the guys come and get everything. I have them come a lot. I think I had like nine nine pickups last year. So I should go over yeah, here and buy some. more spikes in sales, more spikes. <laughs> this this group stuff. accounts for half our sales. <laughs> You're a nut. All right, now you know why I have such a love for ARC. Thank you, Lloyd Lewis. We'll be right back. Good news of Jesus for you in high definition radio and streaming at 670kltt.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. All right, Angie Austin here along with Adam. Adam is an ambassador with ARC, and when you shop at ARC, it helps the ambassador. They help people in our community. Every dollar you spend helps, and everything you donate helps. ARC is a tremendous benefit to people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Now, there's a Saturday sale. Most items half off. If I'm a senior, 55 and over, on Tuesdays, most items are half off. How do we find out about that? ARCthrift.org. How about if I want to donate? Where do I donate? 303 238 J. You call them and they'll pick up whatever you need. Furniture, small, big. Medium. Uh, yep, absolutely. Uh, a small, big, medium. Yes, they'll bring the truck right on over. What's yes, the number? 303 238 Jane. Yeah, they bring a truck right to your house. 303 238 Jane. 303 238 Jane. ArcThrift.org. Does Ark make you feel special? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought so. You are special. ArcThrift.org. As are you, babe. As are you. Thank you. Do you love working for Ark? I love Ark. Come to any of the YMCA of the Rockies locations to fill your days and nights with our exciting and educational programs and activities. At the YMCA of the Rockies, we put Christian principles into practice with our fun and informative programs. And our facilities are located in stunning environments that help build healthy minds, bodies, and spirits for all. At the YMCA of the Rockies, we love to provide real bonding experiences for families of all sizes. We also provide conferences of a religious and 
educational or recreational nature, and we specialize in offering traditional summer camping experiences for boys and girls. At the YMCA of the Rockies, every season brings affordable fun and excitement for the entire family. YMCA of the Rockies has locations near Winter Park, Rocky Mountain National Park, and Grand Lake. Go to ymcaoftherockies.org. Whether you are looking for adventure, a better way to connect with your family, or just a relaxing stroll, we can set you on your way. That's ymcaoftherockies.org. Hi, it's Angie. Thanks so much for listening to the good news. If you like the good news program and you'd like to support us, we need to partner up with businesses to keep this show going. I'd really like to keep it on the air and I need advertisers in order to do that. And I'd love to partner with you and help you build your business or your website. Maybe you're a nonprofit and you'd like to do an interview and you'd like to donate to us so that we can help you get donations as well. AngieAustinRadio.com, AngieAustinRadio.com. Just click on contact me. I would love to partner up with you. I think this is a great program. We've been on the air for about seven years now, and I think a lot of people have gotten a ray of sunshine and some faith and even a little fun from this program. So if you'd like to support us, please go to AngieAustinRadio.com. We would like to help you build your business or nonprofit as well. AngieAustinRadio.com and click on contact. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to help you build your business. Angie Austin here with the Good News Gals. So you've all been uh, looking at the I Am Second website, which I think is so cool. It's not my website. It's uh, a website that shares testimonies. Jen, you like it? Love it. Very Love inspirational. It. Cindy, you listened to three last night. Listen to three or four. and just Testimonies. Pow- exactly. And just powerful uh, women, men sharing their hearts, sharing their life story, and sharing Brutally how- honest. Brutally yes. honest and real, and how God has become first in their lives and they have become second and that's why yeah they're second mm-hmm. and monique you listened to one that we had on the show that we shared which was miss k from duck dynasty was she not amazing she was so amazing i, I love that and I, I just it just resonated with me i let my husband listen to it and just him going through his transition i remember the, when my husband played for the cleveland browns and he was going through some politics with the team and he called me on his way home and it was the middle of the season and he was like we're leaving mm-hmm. and i'm like wait where are we going he's like we're going to miami beach and i'm like what he's like we're going on vacation i can't take this so when he I, when he i was talking to him but i had walked in the driveway so when he pulled in i could embrace him and pray with him hmm. and mind you both of us grew up in the church all our lives and and prayer and and god is something that we always put at the forefront of our lives and when he pulled up and he I was like let's pray and he was like I don't want to pray and I stood back from him and like what is wrong with you and I was like God is gonna strike you down right now the the encouraging wife there she was in the driveway ready with her words of encouragement until he said I don't want to pray and so it it just resonated with me because there were times where you know especially after that bad concussion where he missed you know the rest of the season and Cleveland I could just see a change in in him Mm. mentally and there were times where he didn't want to go to church and I still took the girls and I went to church anyway and good for you and you know he 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 got it together and came around and in Miss Kay's situation that you related to her husband pulled away literally left her at one point and then now here they are all these years later he's such a strong Christian and so check that uh, out. We're going to share actually another well-known person's testimony and not all the testimonies are famous people quote unquote on Mm -hmm. the website but part of what the good news does we want to share good news stories from the world and the news business but we also want to share the good news of Christ and the Bible and this is Kathy Lee Gifford who's been very outspoken about her faith recently we lost Billy Graham and uh, she credited him with uh, being her best friend and she also you know brought her marriage with Frank Gifford back onto the train tracks after he was caught publicly cheating and a lot of people in the world were like well she's got to leave him he cheated so she has to leave him and they got their marriage back together and they got back on track she forgave him and they received counseling uh, heavy christian counseling and to me that was an example of a wife who really used her faith to uh you know forgive 
And so here is uh, Kathy Lee Gifford, and we'll probably stop in the middle and discuss uh, her testimony. All I ever wanted to be my entire life was to be an actress and a singer. I remember as a little child, my earliest memories of, I think I came out of the womb with a pratfall. I wrote a letter to Walt Disney when I was like six years old. And I said, I know you love Annette Funicello, and I know you love Haley Mills, but you really need to meet me. <laughs> I was a very audacious little girl, and I said, I'm known for my expressions. I was already me then. I was already me. I just had a, um, a lifetime ahead to discover how to express it. I was born in Paris, France, but I grew up in Maryland. My dad had three different jobs. My mom sold eggs door to door, so it's not as if I grew up with privilege, but I was privileged to have parents like I had. I hated it when my mother called me in to do homework, or my father came to find me because I was, I was putting on shows. Years later, as a 12-year-old girl, I walked into a movie theater to see a movie called The Restless Ones. It was the first movie that the uh, Billy Graham organization had put out, and I remember when the movie was over, there was a sort of an altar call. Would anybody like to come forward and give their life to Jesus? And I couldn't get up fast enough. My brother says, whoa, 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 you're not going to. I said, well, then you better take me. You better go with me because I'm going down there. I'm going down that aisle. It was the greatest decision I ever made in my entire life. I've been working in the entertainment field since I was 10 years old. To be a young woman in that business is brutal because of the rejection, and it's nonstop, and it's boom, boom, boom. I got ripped one time on an audition for Charlie's Angels, and I'm sitting there, and the casting agent goes, well, let me just tell you right now why you're not right for Charlie's Angels. I go, okay. And she goes, we're looking for a pretty girl. And then she said, and a, a this, and a that. And it was like getting beat, beat you which know? <laughs> just hit him to the left, hit him to the right. As I was walking out the door, I leaned back in, and I went, when you're casting a cartoon, let me know. And I left laughing. That God made me that way. Spotlights are tough because some people die under them. I came to life under them. I, I remember I went to a, a school once that I was very, very unhappy in because I felt like I was trying to be cookie cutter. They were trying to make all of us look alike, sound alike, think alike. And I said, that's the exact opposite of what God wants us to do. God wants us to s sing our own song, write our own story, put on our own show. That's the joy of living. I, don't, I may admire another person, but I don't want to be that person and miss out on being me. That's the adventure of a lifetime. I've been in the desert as many times as I Okay. If you're just listening right now, you're just joining us, that's Kathy Lee Gifford. We're sharing her testimony on that fantastic website, I Am Second, is where you'll find these amazing testimonies. I just wanted to stop it there because a couple of things stood out to me. Just the rejection in Hollywood and having lived there and worked, working for NBC and I worked for Extra and Burbank and I lived at the beach and drove the you know convertible Porsche, lived in the oceanfront penthouse, but I'd come there from low-income housing. So I'd come there from you know nothing, basically, and that whole being in the spotlight, she says some people die under the spotlight. And when she said that she went to a place, a school, where people wanted her to be a cookie cutter, and God wants us to sing our own song, that's the joy of living. And I think back to when I was a news anchor, one of the problems I had when I did news and weather for big networks is they wanted me to be a cookie cutter person. And one time they said, don't try to be funny or make jokes, just give the weather and then toss back to the anchors. I said, well, what if they ask me a question or say something? Just tell them you'll get to them later. Just toss back. And I thought, you know, if you want somebody that has no personality, then you hired the wrong person, that I've always really been myself. And I'll never forget one of the anchor women I worked with uh, saying to me, well, my agent told me to be vanilla. 
that most people like vanilla, if you ice cream, and that you know some people their favorite's chocolate, some it's pistachio, some it's butter pecan, but everybody is okay with vanilla. And I thought to myself, that's the last thing I ever want to be on earth is vanilla, because the only thing that allows me to breathe is to be myself. I have to be real. I have to be transparent. Mm-hmm. I have to make you laugh or whatever it is I want to say. I'm going to say it. That I can't be filtered. And why be a fake person on TV? At least I knew if I was really myself on TV and on the radio then later, my second career, that if you didn't like me, you truly just didn't like me. I didn't want to be rejected for being a fake person. I actually wanted to be authentic. And that's what I'm hearing from Kathy Lee Gifford, who, by the way, I think Jesus is the to be credited with. Like, Think about it. Her career was over after Regis and Kathy Lee, and she's back bigger than ever on you know, NBC, like reinvented. She and Hoda have a very successful show. Yes. I very much admire her for how she stood her ground, especially in the face of when her husband publicly cheated on her and she stayed with him and made it work. And she was back on TV within a day or so of him being unfaithful and it was caught on tape and went viral at a time before things were going viral. What Angie, the, I just, this really resonated with me as well. It's like God made made me that way, she said. You know, I was already me. We are already all of us. And I think we're so beaten down by society. And I think it's amplified when you're in public spotlight. And And kids at school already telling, be the same, be the same. Somebody told my daughter she was different. She said, is that bad? I said, no. It's great. Stay who you are. I I had a lady that I worked with in my business, and she was like, you're so weak. You're so emotional. You're so, you know, and... I, for and it, it hurt me and and it took me aback and I it took me a while and now I embrace my emotionality I mean that's who God made me I can't like not cry at things it's not a fake cry just like you said we have to be our authentic selves right. and if you're not a crier that's okay too mm-hmm. you know that's that yeah I it just this really uh, love Kathy Lee mm. me too. Love, love what she had to say. I think in all of our businesses, in society, in role model structure, um, we are put in a box, mm-hmm. and the box is is makes it easier and acceptable. Yep. Um, and we I, see people that way. You're in a box. You do that when I, when I wanted to you, anchor. They're like, when well, you do weather, I'm like, don't go uh, too far out of the box, yeah. or yeah. you know, it it's a flag. But um, I think God's called us all to be. Um, his children, but in the special way that he made us. And we all have our unique qualities that are out of the box, if you really look at it. And stop trying to be cookie cutter people. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And and in in a way, it probably takes a lot of us, I'll speak for myself, a while to feel comfortable to grow into who God's made us to be. Yes. Yeah. Um, But real peace and real beauty and real life lies in be and who God called you to be, whatever that looks like. Amen. Amen. And that's always out of the box. Yes. And if we are to emulate Jesus and God, just what you said, you you can't box God in. Every time you think you have (laughs) it figured out. There's no fences there. Yeah. Every time you think you have God figured (laughs) out, he's like, nope, that's (laughs) higher. So that's how we are supposed to live our lives. Like I have people tell me, I can never figure you out. I'm like, it's not for you to figure me out. <laughs> you probably that. never will Amen. because we are to continually grow. Yeah. So, Nor do we know ourselves yeah. because each day is a journey of just looking up. We're going to go back and, to Kathy uh, Lee's uh, testimony and then we'll discuss it again. So she was talking about... Uh, you know, she didn't want to be a cookie-cutter person. God wants us to sing our song. That's the joy of living. I've been on a mountaintop. But I've learned my deepest lessons from the deserts, for sure. I was married for a short time uh, when I was quite young. It was a huge mistake, tremendously unhappy time in my life. And, and I thought I'd never, ever find joy in, in a marriage. I came to New York. While I was in New York, I met a man named Frank Gifford. After a four-year friendship, we fell in love. And from that 29-year-old marriage, I got the two greatest gifts I've ever known in my whole life, my son Cody and my daughter Cassidy. God took something horrible in my life and wove it into something beyond belief beautiful. Other times I was accused of 
of, of ugly things that were not true, that I ran sweatshops for God's sake. All I've ever done in my entire life has been an advocate for children. It was a very dark, dark, dark period for me. But you know what happened from that? God put me to work. So what God did was he said, okay, Kathy, it's unjust what you've been accused of. But why don't you get your eyes off you for a minute and look at the unjust conditions around the world. Maybe you didn't cause it, but people are doing that to other human beings and you need to care about it. We got laws changed because I stayed in the fight with God's help and he gave me everything I needed to fight that fight. My husband was unfaithful to me during a brief time in our marriage, it was devastating to me, but I was able to stay in my marriage and have God heal it. And as a result, I've heard from hundreds of thousands of people since then who got courage from that courage to forgive their husbands or their wives, courage to, to, to keep their families together. Not everybody does, but I've heard from hundreds of thousands of people through the years who did. On a beautiful Sunday morning, I found my husband passed on to heaven. The look on my husband's face was this. And from that moment on, I had the peace that passes all understanding. He saw Jesus, and Jesus took his breath away. My son then came and helped me try to revive him. He had the same peace. We've all had it since. We've had our sad moments of missing him. But you, you don't find somebody under those circumstances and find yourself rejoicing even as you're holding your, your, your dead. That's what they are your dead loved one. I was rejoicing. My tears were tears of joy. And I couldn't bear to think about, oh, I lost, woe is me, I'm a widow. No, I'm so grateful that, that, that Frank is exactly where he's supposed to be. My biggest struggle at this point in my life is loneliness. I've lost my parents, my husband is, is gone now, and my children live far away from me. I still live in the same big house where we made a gazillion million memories. And there are times when I am overwhelmed by loneliness. But I've discovered that if I just keep thinking about what I've lost, I don't pay any attention to what I still have. I don't want to live my life in hopelessness. I've been there. That's a town I've been to, hopelessness. I went to some fundraiser years ago, and I felt this tapping on my back. And I turned around, and it was Paul Newman, and he gets down on one knee, and he takes my hand in both of his, and he kisses it, and then he looks up at me with those unbelievable blue eyes. And I went, okay, now I can die. And he sort of had a little trouble getting up, because he was 80 years old at that point. And he goes, Kathy, I'm 80-some years old, and I still have a pulse. And I remember going to sleep that night and saying, you know what, every single day, if I wake up and I have a pulse, I have a purpose. We live in a copycat world. You're supposed to be you, you, uniquely. That's the first letter of unique, you. And that brings a smile to God's face because he didn't make a mistake with you. Life does beat you down. Loss beats you down. Hardship takes its toll. Illness destroys your body. And Jesus said, it's not gonna be easy. He said, in this world, you will have trouble, but rejoice, take heart. I have overcome the world. And because I have, I will empower you to overcome your world. My joy is non-negotiable. I tell you, that's the beginning of bliss in life. You understand where your joy comes from, and then you protect it with everything in you. I want to be purposeful every day in my life, every moment of it. I'm also getting too old to waste it. But all right. God is not the enemy of joy. He is the creator of joy. We got a lot. I'm sorry. I don't know why I maybe cry. Just the fact that she felt joy and peace when she and her son found her. were there and Amen. found, you know, tried to revive Frank mm -hmm. and just the people that reached out to her about her getting her marriage back on track. Because the world judges you for oh, you yeah. took him back. Oh, I would never take somebody back that cheated on me. The world judged her. Yeah. And I admired her. Amen. Yeah. And still she, do. Because you knew, you know, it would not be easy. Whew.
That's right. It and takes a big woman to forgive a man for something like that. Yeah. It takes it really a big does. woman it does. to forgive a man for something like that. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, because you can she she loved him. Yes, she she loved him. And undoubtedly it, it, he loved her. You know, but when he had his indiscretion, she was not willing to give up on no, that marriage. She was not. No, she was like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, we're going to fight for this baby. <laughs> no, you and I ain't divorcing nothing. Nope. Okay. We're going to stay together because we got two children. This out. Okay. And we're going to, we, yeah, we're going to figure this thing out. <laughs> you know, so that when he died, she could look at him with love and say, rest on, baby. Rest on. Go on up there and dance with Jesus. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's where it's at. We got to, we got to forgive, y'all. We really do. We have got to forgive. We've got to learn to forgive. It's not for the other person. It's for us. Yes. There's such a beautiful inheritance through Christ. And that if we don't forgive, it's like you have gray glasses on and you never see the true beauty of what your life could be if you stay behind those gray glasses of unforgiveness. That's right. It's one of the most beautiful things I think faith gives you is the ability to forgive. Amen. Mm -hmm. And move forward. Ooh, I loved that. So Thank again, you. that was Kathy mm, Lee Gifford. I am second. second. Uh, the Good News Gals here with me. If you would like to find out about my new show on our sister station, AM560, KLZ, The Angie Austin Show. Uh, it is uh, 5 to 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. If you'd like to partner with our show, advertise with us, support what we do, uh, or get in touch with any of the Good News Gals. We've got real estate agents, uh, beauty if you'd like to be more beautiful, look younger. If you'd like really cool extensions, if you would like a speaker in Beatrice or a, uh, a writing coach or be healthier uh, with Jennifer, I take the supplement that she represents every day. Swear by it. Uh, AngieAustinRadio.com is my uh, website. But please just email me, AngieAustinNews at gmail.com, AngieAustinNews at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate you. We'll be right back. Hi, it's Angie. Hey, do you have a lot of things around your house you want to get rid of? My husband wants me to get rid of anything and everything that is in his way. 303-238-JANE. I love ARC. They help people in our community. Every dollar you spend helps and everything you donate helps. 303-238-JANE. They bring a truck right to my house. I actually have them come every month or two and it is so helpful to get that place cleaned out because you know what? My husband's a lot nicer to me when I donate things and who better to donate to than ARC? 303-238-JANE and arcthrift.org for a location near you if you just want to drop a few things off and do a little shopping. arcthrift.org, shopping with a purpose. I love Arc. Hey, welcome back to the good news. The good news is we have our friends from Arc here again. arcthrift.com if you want to check out all their different locations. I shop there frequently because the money goes right back into our community, so it's shopping with a purpose. And Dominic, you have quite a few locations now. I've noticed you've opened some new locations, Dominic Rivera, with ARC. Yes, so how do. many now around Colorado? We now have 27. Oof, that's a lot. It is a lot. Wow, you guys have really grown. And the number of differently abled ambassadors went from when uh, Lloyd Lewis, the president, started just over a decade ago. He had just a handful right. of ambassadors, and now you have hundreds? Yes, uh, when Lloyd first started with the company, we had 10, and now we have over 300. Wow. I mean, that is, he's made some changes, I am telling you. Yeah. And by the way, it's really easy to have the truck come to your house and pick up your uh, donations. I have the truck come every couple of months, uh, 303-238-JANE, 303-238-JANE. And the truck comes right to my house, and they pick up all of my stuff, and that's so handy for me. And uh, we've got uh, on Martin Luther King Day, uh, you're teaming up with VOA. And what is going on with uh, free coats, with uh, Dominic? Um, downtown, we'll be giving away uh, clothing, uh, uh, with the VOA on uh, Monday, January 15th. And do they go to the website to find out more? Where do they go to get information? Uh, yes, they can go to our website and check it out. Perfect. You know, I picked up something. I, mes- I messaged uh, Lloyd because I, uh, hopefully his wife's not uh, listening, but she had told me next time I, s- I found a really nice like coat, like dress-up shawl kind of mink type thing um, at uh, ARC to let her know. And so um, I was there last month, and I found two Lord and Taylor shawls. Um, one's Fox. Now, again, I'm not normally a fur person, but it's repurposing. It's an you know antique kind of item from Lord and Taylor. 
tailor. And so I bought one for her and one for myself because I, she'd seen me. I had a mink on from, uh, from the store. And uh, it was beautiful. The only um, interesting thing is it has um, someone else's initials in it, you know. So we've um, decided that because it's E. K A, we um we decided that it really stands for every kind act. Yeah. That's what the initials are for. <laughs> since I have someone else's initials in my jacket, I thought that's hilarious. Or you have a couple of the ambassadors sure. with you today, so we can get to know them and what they do a little bit. Do you want to introduce them? Sure. We have Marlene Glim from our Westminster store, and also Adam uh, Horney from our Park Landing store. That's just for the hundredth time. Yes. Yes, for the hundredth time you're here. I think you just enjoy it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just go along with whatever Dominic wants me to do. That is hilarious. So I can be doing any, I can do anything from security to um, going out to the stores with Dominic and just chilling or doing this. Yes, don't let him fool you. It's the other way around. All that you hang out with him, you follow him around. And Marlene, what do you do at ARC as an ambassador? I do everything. Like what types of things uh, in the store do you do? Um... What, um, in which location? Westminster, right? Yeah. So you're a ways out. And then do you work in a certain department? Marlene helps out in the children's department? Yeah, I do children's. I help out. Um. She helps sorting, and she also does a lot of crafts. We had a craft fair this past uh, Christmas, and she brought a lot of her crafts. You like? Oh, you like doing crafts? Yeah. Enjoy that. And then I know that there's Arc University, and there are a lot of classes. Do you enjoy that as well? Mm-hmm. And how long have you worked for Arc? Ten years. Ten Almost years. Almost eleven. Almost eleven. And do you have a lot of friends through Arc as well? Oh, her. She, she wanted to give a shout out to her buddy. Her name is Shelly. Shelly. And is Shelly a friend of yours at your store? Yeah. Excellent. So you've made a lot of friends working at ARC over the years? Mm-hmm. I love the ARC University events because I think that, you know, it's not just about the job. You make a lot of friendships as well. How about you, Adam? I know that uh, over the years you've made a lot of friends through ARC as well. Oh, yeah. What are some of the highlights for you? How many years now? Gosh, I want... I believe it's 12. 12. Are you wow. serious? <laughs> it's your career, you silly goose. Yeah, I know, twelve. I, I can't keep track of this stuff. I don't, I don't know why. So, what what is what is what it, what have been some of the highlights for you in the last twelve years or thereabouts? I'm staring at one of the highlights right now. Oh, being on the radio, being Look on at the you. radio, hanging out with Dominic, uh, being in stores off and on when I can. <laughs> Dominic's giggling. He thought that was good. A good, line. good, good, good. I want <laughs> I want him to. I, those of you who don't know, Dominic's a little bit shy about talking on the radio. So anytime we get him talk, then not yeah, as shy as he used to be. You're kind of used to this now, aren't you? Yeah. After three years, I'm yeah, opening up. Yeah. Yeah. He used to sweat when he was in here. He got so nervous about talking. I would have loved to have seen that. Okay, I, I looked up the website before we went on because I'll never forget the time I asked Dominic the website and he was so nervous he couldn't think of his own website. www.arkthrift.com. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Remember that, Dominic? Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> I always... <laughs> All right, arkthrift.org if you want more information. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at angieaustinradio.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.